Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come plan your dream wedding all in one day at the 17th Annual Newport Bridal Show on March 3rd. Meet with more than 80 top wedding professionals at two of Newport's most romantic venues, Rosecliff and Ocean Cliff Mansions. Visit NewportBridalShow.net to buy your ticket today. Howdy folks, welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having the most fun possible in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams and Mung is here. Whoop. Greg is here. Hello. Crowd going crazy. We have a live studio audience somewhere out there. And we have, guys, the biggest show we have ever done in a series of giant 30,000 foot above sea level mountains. This one's a 40,000er. This is Mount Everest times two. This is the biggest show ever. Let's check the all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast as we head for Super Bowl weekend. For Saturday, mostly sunny with a high near 32. And for Sunday, mostly sunny with a high near 40. Wow, a perfect Super Bowl Sunday. Let's check the tides. We might want to get out on the flats on one of those days, guys, and get some oysters for the Super Bowl. Your high tides on Cape Cod this weekend. Welcome to February for Groundhog Day, February 2nd, Saturday. We have a high tide around 9.47 a.m., that's about 10.30 on Sunday for Super Bowl, a perfect time to explore and get those Super Bowl jitters out of your system before the mighty Patriots win number six. Oh, the joy of six. It's going to be great. Your low tides over the weekend. Three, four, about four o'clock on Saturday, five o'clock on Sunday. Not even sure what it means. It's been so cold and crazy. But guys... Polar Vortex. Big news. You know, you were right about that, yeah, Greg. Yeah. Let's, not, let's not get bogged Spot down on. in your weather prognostications. Spot on, I would say. Guys, this may be a news flash to you, but uh, marijuana is legal here in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. I don't know if you guys have heard that. No kidding. I know. Oh Whoa. We've seen some changes. Uh, we've seen uh, the opening of a dispensary, recreational and, and medical dispensary in Wareham. There's a medical one in, in Mashpee and... Many other towns on the Cape might be seeing some of this legalized marijuana sales. But this particular event coming up this weekend, to me, indicates that, yes, marijuana is here to stay. And it's widely accepted by some of the great experts of the world. Now, I'm talking about this. This weekend, one of the great gardeners of Cape Cod, C.L. Fornari, who is familiar to everybody here, tips on hydrangeas, all sorts of stuff. When you're doing a plant story, she's one of the people you call. She's one of the great gardeners around here. She's like one of the queens of gardening here Absolutely, on the Cape. Absolutely. No doubt about it. She's on the Mount Rushmore of gardening. Yeah. She is giving a talk called Cannabis Propagation. That's with C.L. Fernari, 1 to 3 p.m. Sunday at Hyannis Country Garden on West Main Street, right here in Hyannis. 
talk on growing cannabis from seeds and taking cuttings, as well as different species and hybrids. You must be 21 to attend and bring a photo ID. It costs $20. Guys, there it is. I mean, pot was kind of sneaking around. We all knew it was out there. People voted for it. And we've heard tales from these dispensaries and Probably none of us have had the courage or need to go out and investigate that world. But here it is now, right in your backyard, in your own garden, and a gardening expert on Cape Cod talking about how to grow it. And Greg, I know you are a gardener. You yeah. and I talk tomatoes a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does this mean to you? Well, it's interesting, you know. I mean, it's, uh, it's intriguing. It's intriguing. Because you can grow now. It's legal to grow pot in your backyard. I think there's some requirement that it's sort of protected somehow. It can't be just, you can't just put it on your front lawn. Um, saying like saying that. free pot, take yeah, samples. Yeah, 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 exactly. There, there has to be some thing, but yeah, aren't you? I mean, you're a, you're a, 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 a huge grower. I mean, but you know, you that's where the, where the rub is uh, for me and maybe, uh, you know, people with kids is that for years, uh, pot was illegal and verboten and uh, frowned upon and sort of a sneaky thing. And I don't think my family would put up with me trying <laughs> to grow this. I feel like there'd be a pushback, maybe to the point where it ends up in the compost heap some night. Oh. And uh, that would be very sad. That'd be tragic. Now, Mung, you've done some research on how many plants you can grow and what you can uh, do in your own yard. Yeah, this is why I find this uh, class uh, at uh, Hannah's Country Garden so interesting uh, because, you know, they're telling people, hey, come on out and learn essentially how to grow pot. Because in Massachusetts, according to uh, the Massachusetts official website here, you can grow up to six plants in your home and up to 12 plants for two or more adults. Oh, two more adults, so they must be filing jointly. Uh, uh, <laughs> They're pot growing uh, plans, tax, filing jointly. Tax joke. So that is wild because all of a sudden it's not like you meet some guy on the corner and do some kind of uh, crazy pot deal. Greg, you know all about that. Oh, yeah. Corners all around Cape Cod. But all of a sudden it can be just like rutabagas or tomatoes or melons, just something you can grow. And once a gardening expert like C.L. Fernari gets involved, that's the uh, sort of sign of it's the norm from now on. It's not a big deal. It's, I bet this thing will be sold I out. Think it's I mean, be really standing popular. room only. Yeah, it's going to be very popular. Because this is information people want to know. From what I understand, I mean, pot grows pretty well. It's a hardy plant, but it's kind of maybe tricky because there's male and female plants, but maybe you just get female seeds. There's a world of things I don't know that I'd be interested in if I could indeed grow pot at my home, which I can't, <laughs> but uh, I mean, you guys could. You could probably get away. Yeah, yeah. And it's not even getting away with it. That's the That's weird true. thing. It's, legal. It's, it's still weird, though, because it's been it's been illegal forever, and then suddenly, boosh. Go to your garden center and learn about it. It's legal. I know. It's It, it takes some getting used to, don't you think? What's intriguing about this is it like uh, it's bringing back to the like the elemental nature of like growing it. You know, you don't have to worry about, as you said, going to a sketchy person on the street or even uh, the the dispensaries have a lot of, of interesting things. But you know, it gets complicated with how much price is, how much does this cost, what's the tax, you know, how long you're waiting in line for hours. So this you, this can avoid all that. You have you know you're in control of your plant and you're just kind of doing what Mother Nature intends. Right now, I wonder if she'll talk about both indoor and outdoor propagation because I guess there's a big difference. You control all the elements indoors, things might happen faster, but 
there is something to be said for in a safe space in your yard, as uh, per regulations, Whatever you're, that means. you're able to, under the sun, challenge uh, Mother Nature to roll you a fat doobie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it really is amazing. And I guess this is something that we've seen in the newsroom going through this whole process, but it seemed kind of sort of theoretical until something like this happens. And now it's like, here comes the growing season. If you can acquire seeds, who knows what that's all about. You can take your own marijuana future into your hands just for fun or a lark. And the other thing about it, too, is I guess this is just the start of what will be this new age of marijuana seen as just another thing like a cold beer. And I guess that's pretty good, although maybe you go off the deep end into super strong marijuana now. We just don't know these things, fellas. (laughs) I can imagine this won't be the first class. I can, yeah, there'll there'll be way more of these. No, that's true. And then there are going to be stores everywhere. Well, not everywhere, but the Outer Cape is probably going to have a bunch of stores. There aren't actually that many. Yeah, the Outer Cape is, will be the epicenter. But aside from the Outer Cape, the only other town is Mashpee. Mashpee and the Outer Cape towns. And there are no recreational marijuana stores as of yet on Cape Cod. That's correct, right, guys? So Wareham is your only game to be just a regular person without a medical card to go and get this stuff. At least closest to the Cape, yeah. Jeez, man. Um, But actually, Greg, I hear you have an interactive piece where folks can learn more about how every town is handling marijuana. Tell us about this. I do. It's a very nice map, and uh, it's interactive, so you uh, hover over town. It tells you the latest news, pot news, in that town, Um, and you can see from the pot map that most Cape Towns have prohibited the sale well, of retail Well, you know, people are kind of freaked out about pot. In I mean, their borders. No, I know. And, and a couple of towns like Brewster and Bourne, I believe, had sort of indicated initially that they were going to go for it. They were kind of interested in it. And then they had um, uh, petitioned uh, town meeting articles. And no, they're not. Although, I believe there is, there's a suit pending in Brewster and I... Yes. One in Boy, you're up on your pot news, Greg. I think one in Born. Don't quote well, me Well, because he created CapeCodTimes.com slash pot map, right? Pot map. Where people can go see yeah. all this CapeCod.com. CapeCodTimes.com slash pot CapeCodTimes.com slash pot map. Yeah. And you hover over the map, and it actually shows you how many people in each town are actually high at the moment. <laughs> it's that interactive. It's actually real time. <laughs> Uh oh, there's Freddy. He's, it even plays Cheech and Chong music. He's out in the woods. <laughs> hey, man. So that is intriguing. I guess we'll have to stay on top of this, fellas. It's a little scary having something so legal now. It just it's weird. I'm kind of intimidated by it all. It's kind of a mind warp, isn't it? I mean, did you ever imagine this happening in your lifetime? I, think I, it, I didn't. It just proves how many people who are kind of quiet, regular people went to the polls and voted for it. It's this sort of silent puffority. Mm-hmm. That are puffing their way through life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. So again, that's cannabis mm-hmm. propagation with C.L. Fernari, Cape Gardening legend, one to three p.m. Sunday at Hyannis Country Garden. That's three eighty West Main Street, and she's going to talk about seeds, cuttings, different species, hybrids. You have to be twenty-one to attend and have to bring a photo ID. So even this is kind of like an official sort of thing. It's a twenty-dollar fee this weekend. And that could be fun think they, before the big game. Think they'll, um, you know, have some samples? Now, Greg. Well, <laughs> I don't know. This new pot world, yeah, a lot knows? of cowboys and cowgirls riding the range, probably holding, as they say, <laughs> holding a lid of something. Like, try my hybrid. 
Oh, yeah, this is a lemon crush cookie dough. Because <laughs> they, they all have, have some, weird names like they that. They have some crazy names. So that could be a good warm-up uh, to the big Patriots Super Bowl. And, of course, guys, this is the weekend. Oh, yeah. How lucky we all are to have lasted the yeah. entire football season and made it to February and the big game with the Patriots in it. I kind of feel like we've gotten all we could have gotten out of the football season. I hope they win, but I'm just happy they made it to the crazy. And that's what's exciting about that. They should rename it to the Patriots Bowl. Oh, man. Haven't they been in it like most of the time in the last five years? Well, well, Greg was asking for headlines because he's working that night huh. of Super Bowl uh, Sunday and says, uh, oh, we need headlines if they win or they lose, like little quick ones. And so this would be their sixth Super Bowl championship if they win. So I came up with the joy of six and was roundly hooted and voted down in the newsroom. The joy of six. Oh, man. You're edgy today. That's edgy? That's racy. It's just kind of like sexy. Is that, is that fit for a family newspaper? Yes, it is, because they'll be really? like, oh, the joy of six. Ha-ha. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with referring to a very well-selling manual about uh, human the Red relations. Sox, the joy of socks. The joy of socks. <laughs> right, you're talking about the Red Sox book. But Now, wait a minute. <laughs> All right, so we have a, a diverging paths coming up on Super Bowl Sunday. Now, a lot of folks are going to be uh, going out. That's one of the big going out days. you got a favorite bar with the big, beautiful TVs. That is one avenue and a great way to watch the Super Bowl on Cape Cod. And uh, in Cape Week uh, magazine on Friday, you can read about six fun places to watch the Super Bowl. And these are places that are outfitted with TVs and hopefully chicken wings and all the vittles you need uh, to make new friends and get excited mm-hmm. with old ones out and about on Cape Cod. Here's a couple. We've talked about some of these before. DJ's Family Sports Pub right here uh, in Hyannis at Falmouth Road and also 872 Main Street in Falmouth. And really, if football and Super Bowl had a baby, it'd be called Chicken Wings. (laughs) I mean, because that's what is produced out of these situations, like just tons of a brood of chicken wings being born across the land. DJ's is the epicenter of chicken wings on Cape Cod. I think that's pretty inarguable. Mung, I know you're a chicken guy. I love chicken. I love chicken wings. And DJ's is Bone top in, notch. bone out. You don't care? Bone in, bone out. I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll devour it. And um, What about I, a sauce? So is all the scuttlebutt we hear about DJ's true that they are just the ninja chicken wing people? Oh, they are the kings of chicken on the Cape. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Greg, about sauce because, you know, chicken wings have come a long way um, over the years. Decades ago, you might not have had sauces oh, available to way you. Way back, they used to be attached to the chicken. <laughs> back in the old days. But listen to the insane sauces you can have if you go to DJ's for your uh, chicken wings. You can get your traditional buffalo sauce, buffalo garlic. Um, You can get barbecue, sweet heat, habanero hell. Oh, man, honey barbecue, lemon pepper, lemon pepper garlic, general sow's chicken if you want a little Asian flavor, garlic parmesan. Listen to this. Have you ever had mandarin orange ginger chicken wings? Blow my mind. Sweet chili, sriracha, uh, mango habanero, and this may be the most shocking sauce, and I know someone who's gotten it, and they they thought it was delightful. You can get uh, t- 
Thai peanut butter and jelly sauce on your wings. That's Good. going too far. Good grief. Wow. And I said they've also added uh, sweat sock <laughs> for the Super Bowl, and they have one called Low Tide for real Cape Codders. Mm. Tastes like Low Tide. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, check out the DJ's menu. That's insane. Yeah, they go wild. Yeah, it is. I have no idea. All right, I, so. I can imagine they're going to be busy, though, so I'd probably get your order in. Yeah, we've heard, we've heard stories like tons of wings being consumed yeah, out of DJs. Tons of wings, things like that. So, that's another part of this puzzle. Uh, another great place, of course, Dino Sports Bar. And that's on Route 151 in Mashpee, maybe the biggest television in the world. They have food, nice people, always had a good time at Dino's, easy to get to on 151. That should be fun. Red Face Jacks. I've mm-hmm. never been there, Mung. You've been to Red Face Jacks? Yeah, and it's always bumping there as well. Yeah, so good another camaraderie. Place. All right, we got that. That's uh, 585 Main Street in West Yarmouth, Red Face Jacks. Here's one I don't recall the Clubhouse Sports Bar and Grill. One Root Hill Road in East Sandwich. Mm. Oh, that's at the Sandwich Hollows Golf Course. Sounds intriguing. Nice I've never been there. Nice big parking lot. Big. I've mm. been inside there. It's a, I've been. I covered some political events in there. Mm-hmm. Lots of room. Big TVs. A great view. And if there happens to be any snow on the ground, we might get a little snow. You can go sledding right out the back door. Oh, oh. wouldn't that be fun? Halftime. Uh, that <laughs> would be. The, that would be the best. Better than Maroon Five. It'd I'll be, tell you that much. It'd be better than watching the game. You know? Now, Greg, let's. You see, you promised before the broadcast you were not <laughs> going to let your anti-football views leak into the fun show. Okay, sorry. It's like an oil slick, and we're sorry. ducks. Oh, I can't. Oh, I can't swim. Cold. I can't swim. Oh, it's Greg. It's Greg's hate slick that's I'm spreading sorry. over all of us. <laughs> Some of the other great places you might be interested in. I hadn't heard about this until today. Flinney's Bar 3, 824 Main Street in Falmouth. 14 TVs. Whoa. Whoa. It's, always, it's always good to get, get to the Upper Cape as well. They feature burger, pizza, salads, sandwiches. Oh, among the word you love. Calzones. Oh, I love calzones. I'm not a big pizza person, but when you put all the stuffing into into a pizza-like thing, then I go nuts. I but love wait a calzones. Second. Isn't a calzone just a pizza full? it over once yeah but it seems more like delicious on the inside with the fillings than than pizza with it on the top interesting yeah. i don't know it's the yeah. same thing greg it, I, I mean that's kind of weird it's, maybe it tricks, you, it tricks your it's brain just, it's just more dough right mm. it's well like, it's, it's like double the dough oh super bowl sunday at flinny's there's a free buffet Whoa. Oh, free, free buffet. buffet. Oh, you know oh. how I like the F word. Uh-oh. And yeah. buffet, FP. Yeah, F- oh. FP. That's big. And here's a Buncey's Pizza and Sports Cafe. That's 894 Route 134 in South Bend. It's kind of close to you, Greg. Very, very close. They say it's a very local spot. If a bartender gets married, they basically close the bar down because everyone's going to the wedding. That's <laughs> how local and friendly it is. They offer $2.50 Rolling Rocks, Rolling Rock 15-ounce drafts. Boy, that's a pretty good that's price. That's actually a really good price. Good old Rolling Rock from Latrobe, PA. Oh, yeah. And they say their beer is the coldest around. Ooh. Uh-huh. That's at Buncey's Pizza and Sports Cafe. All sorts of TVs. So those are options for folks who want to go out, and I totally understand that. Uh, me, I'm more of a stay-at-home or maybe go over someone's house guy. And so the question I have for you fellas, you uh, vittle experts, if you're going to stay home, or go somewhere to a friend's house. Are you going to buy Super Bowl food, like a big takeout order of wings from someplace? Or are you going to make it yourself? Hmm. Um, as someone that can't 
do much of anything in the kitchen. I would absolutely, and I'm a big fan of going out and buying stuff, like for Thanksgiving. You took your whole Thanksgiving dinner to go. I'm a huge, huge fan of that. It's so much easier. You just do it. It's there. It's instant. And I would absolutely do it if I was having a Super Bowl party, if I were having a Super Bowl party. But I'm not having a Super Bowl party because I'm working. But aren't you glad that you don't have to have a Super Bowl party? (laughs) Yes, I am, actually. Party in the newsroom. There'll be some food in here, right? They usually do. I think we're getting a keg and we're getting (laughs) some uh, wings. A news keg. Wings from uh, DJs. Better order early. And I can understand because other people, especially with wings, it's hard to replicate that restaurant wing situation. On the other hand, Mung, the game doesn't kick off till 6.30. You could make food all day. You could make plans. You could execute plans. I mean, I can see the attraction of that. Yeah, this is why I'm on the opposite end of Greg. Um, And I say make it yourself at home because, as Eric said, there's plenty of time. And I want to back up a little bit. And it's kind of interesting. You guys might uh, find this interesting now that you're talking about do you watch it Do you prefer to watch it out and about with a big group at a bar, or do you prefer to watch it at home? We did a recent poll on the Cape Cod Times website, and it was something ridiculous. Like, 80% of the people were like, I'm watching it at home in an intimate setting, maybe with friends and family. I was shocked. I thought the the number, you know, it would spike to people going out and about, but Mm. maybe it's because of the winter, it's cold, people want to stay in, it's a little easier than having to deal with a big crowd. I also think if you're really emotionally invested, as I was, during the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, I was so overwrought by the <laughs> end of the game, I didn't want anyone to see me. That's true. That's Just true. my family, and they understand me, sort of. <laughs> but, I mean, I was sitting there like, before that uh, offside call when the Brady interception looked like it was going to stand, I was like, I had my finger on the remote, I was about to hit off, and then I was about to scream. <laughs> you know? I mean, like the Munch painting. Oh! <laughs> But it worked out okay, and I, I think you just need the comforts of home when you're under pressure like that. Not to mention, you know you got a bathroom you can count on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, true. and you're not driving true. anywhere. Right, right, right. And you can eat just what you want. Yep. If you want to have some carrot sticks and celery sticks, you can do that. And you're probably saving money because drinks are not that cheap these days, out and about. And it's hard not to get drunk at a bar when the event takes five hours. And even if you're a <laughs> sipper, eventually you're going to be parched by panic, That's, and you just start gargling down some beers. That's grueling. It I mean, is grueling to be in one can, spot like yeah, that. Uh, oh, uh, also, you know. you're forgetting a big thing. You might not be able to hear the commercials in a loud setting, and you know that people love to watch Super Bowl commercials, because aren't they like $10 billion for 30 That's seconds true. these days? And then Maroon 5. I yeah. guess you're right. For the whole Super experience. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when the Sox won it for the first time, and I was down at the bomb shelter and in Wellfleet... That feeling of that crowd coming together mm-hmm. was really special. When you're hugging oh, yeah. people you don't know and your dreams are coming true, it's all silly, of course, but it does feel lovely to share it with some intimate strangers that you've uh, come to love over the three hours. It's kind of tribal, right? Isn't absolutely. That, isn't that absolutely. the whole experience mm-hmm. of you know sports? I mean, that's that's the whole experience anyway, isn't it? Of, of you know like-minded, you know, you, you you coalesce around this team, their goals, their hopes, you know. So I guess Aww. the question is, do you go to church, which would be a sports bar, <laughs> or do you stay home and, and worship at the own altar of your own television? Mm. 
Mm, good question. Well, back to the home and food. You could, you could easily make some wings at home. I mean, it's only like, what, 20, 30 minutes for wings. Put a little, gar- melt some butter, a little garlic and some Parmesan and kind of paint those over the wings. Put them in the oven. Boom, you're golden in like less than an hour. You can make chili. You can Another great uh, thing that's easy to make is like meatballs. Have Put them in a crock pot. Oh, yeah. So already you've got three foods within less than a couple hours. Can of we have it. the meatballs with little toothpicks for L- each meatball? Oh, little toothpicks. Oh, yeah. 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 That's the only way to eat them. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> toothpicks. Traditional right. Italian style, Swedish meatballs, barbecue, mm. sweet and sour. Oh, the works. I'm getting hungry now. Uh, think about oh, this. it's going to be a big game, fellas. Big game. <laughs> Before we transition away from uh, Patriots talk, we do have to give a little plug to some of our great content at the Cape Cod Times. We've got a uh, Patriots timeline about their entire history at CapeCodTimes.com slash Patriots Dynasty. You can go to CapeCodTimes.com slash sports for all of the uh, stories that our reporters are writing and as they will the ne- in the coming days to the Super Bowl. People go into the game. People, longtime fans. Really interesting stuff, guys. Sounds good. Really good. Cape Cod Times is all over the Super Bowl and when we finally win it and the headline screams joy of six <laughs> you'll know where it came from me <laughs> all right uh, mung uh, in related restaurant news it sounded like you and one of our fellow reporters ethan did a little uh, traveling to the beautiful town of Hawichport and ate something somewhere Oh, yeah. We uh, we went to the Hot Stove Saloon on Main Street in Harwichport. This is a favorite of mine. I like to go uh, at least once a year to get one specific dish. It's called the Honey Fried Chicken. You know how much I'm a huge fried chicken fan. And, uh, you know, it's on the bone. And what's good about it is it's got that little sweet taste because of the honey. And it was really crispy. And I'm not so much a big dark meat person, but even the dark meat was, was good. I like uh, uh, the breast and the wing. White meat was juicy. A lot of people think that, you know, white meat dries out but this was perfect and it was affordable and a nice snack for a Friday night. Fried chicken Friday. Mm. Uh, I do love I love fried chicken. I do. Oh you must try that there. Is that some of the best on the Cape? Oh it's some of my favorite fried chicken on all of the Cape. Definitely. Wow. That's the Hot Stove Saloon with Mung. I mean if he recommends the fried chicken Greg. I know I know. It's got to be serious. I'm on it. You're going to have to cross over from the Bay Side all (laughs) the way over. Do I have to go to the South Side? You got to go over there. Oh, there, no. Tuck it down oh. there, boy, and get oh, over some of that fried chicken. It. Boy, I'm feeling full and hungry at the same time. Yeah, um, so maybe we need to, pre-Super Bowl, take a stroll. It looks like it's going to be a beautiful day on Sunday. Temperatures around 40, sunny. And I can report on what I did last Sunday. I parked my car at the end of the rail trail, the bike trail in South Wellfleet, walked down toward the beaches... And took a ride on old wireless road in Wellfleet. And there I was able to link up with dun 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 the Atlantic White Cedar Swamp Trail. So you parked out there. You didn't go to uh, I did not go to the Marconi, Marconi Overlook, which is a great place to go. Interesting. That's the through the parkway off of Route Six. I did not know. This you is could. another way to get in, and there's a bunch of nice trails to give you a nice leg stretcher. Nice. And so that was a pleasure. I was the only person down there. The sun was shining. The swamp was filled with water, and I careened around that boardwalk. Like, I was speed walking, and it was hard to stay on the boardwalk because it takes some weird turns, and you think to yourself, what would happen if I just slipped 
and went off the boardwalk over the cedar swamp and into that wet, spongy, strange place. Would trolls rise up? No, the swamp monster will get you. Of, you know that. of course there's a swamp there's monster. There's a monster. There are several. So, several swamp What yeah. are they like? Are they uh, they're, car- kind of, they're kind of slimy. They're know? vegetarians, though, right? Oh, they are. Yeah, they're not going to eat you. They're, just they're not like to, big Venus flytraps? They're just going to envelop you in their in their wet, gooey... They're like Bigfoots of the swamp. And do they eventually drag you down into the swamp? Yes. Slowly? <sighs> yes. With medium very, speed? Very, very slowly. So you hope someone else comes along on the Atlantic White Cedar Swamp boardwalk and pulls you out. <laughs> Hopefully. You know what's really spooky about down there because it's kind of windy? The trees, the cedar trees, these magnificent cedar trees are rubbing against each other and it makes these ungodly croaks Eerie, and screams. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? It's like there's people in your attic and they're scary people and they're above you going So I get out of there quick. I was moving fast, went up It's looking. a spooky place, particularly if you're in there alone. I was scared, Greg. I wish there was another place to walk that wasn't so scary and that did was you, free. Did you cry like a baby? I cried like a little baby. <laughs> baby. And, and then the trolls left me alone because they were like, look at this guy. What He's a mess. Pathetic. We do not want to bring him into our tribe. We don't like this guy. But only, Greg, could there be some other place to walk that's not so scary to get your Super Bowl thing going on on, on Sunday or something? If the, now I guess there's not. We'll move on. Oh, I think so. Um, Nickerson State Park and Brewster, is uh, they have a, a very extensive network of, um, of um, bike trails. And the great part about Nickerson this time of year is it doesn't cost any money to free, get in. Free. In season, it does. You know, it's... it's un- and there's all those people camping. And all those people... And they're running uh, around doing camping. They're emptying dishwater out. I mean, who knows what's going on in there? <laughs> and they're biking on the bike trails. Oh, and they're, they're having you know, their fun, family fun yeah, with all yeah. those cooing noises. But this who time, needs that? But this time of year, there, there, aren't, there aren't many people there. Um, if you drive in the entrance and you just keep going straight... On the right-hand side of the road, at some point, there is a parking lot, and it's a pretty big parking lot. The trails, you know, the trails right there. You can just get out there. You can walk. Um, you, you, you can. The thing I like about it is you can make it really short. You can make it really long, depending on the different, you know, sort of uh, routes you take. It's a really, really cool place. We, I, I we love Nickerson State it's, Park it's and Brewster. It's probably one of my favorite. Off walks. of six A, I would say what I always do there. Drive in, so happy that I don't have to pay five bucks or whatever it is. You go past that toll booth thing, take your first left and head toward Big Cliff Pond. When that road stops, you're right there at the pond. There's the Big Cliff Pond Trail, Cliff mm-hmm. Pond Trail, mm-hmm. and it goes yeah. out around these ponds, sometimes on the beach, sometimes by giant rocks, and on a sunny day, the the water is dapply and alive. If it's 40 degrees, you're not going to feel cold once you get walking. And to me, that's one of the five great walks on Cape Cod. And it would be great to do before the Super Bowl because you can't sit around like a slug all day watching highlights. You got that, Greg? Uh, I'm taping it, you know, and then I'm going to watch it in super slow-mo. Here comes <laughs> oh, Brady. One of the great interception. Like, that's how sloths watch the Super Bowl. Very slowly. All right, so we do recommend uh, a lot of activity this weekend to get ready for the crazy Super Bowl. Here's a good way to be refreshed when the Super Bowl comes. How about a polar plunge, guys? What do you say? You rub yourself down with some bear grease. (laughs) You go over to Craigville Beach. Uh, This is very exciting. Craigville Beach, 
This is the MSPCA Cape Cod 5th Annual Super Bowl Sunday Polar Plunge into the ocean off Craigville Beach at high noon. Registration's 11.15. It offers a chance for Super Bowl fans to get chilly before diving into chili. <laughs> See? That's good. That's good. You get your system going. Water's probably not that cold this time of year. What do you think? Uh, 40? <laughs> just, just a little I'm, cool. I'm, I'm shivering. I'm, I'm all scrunched up just thinking about how cold it is. So that means a no, even though it's for a good cause. The MSPCA Cape Cod at noon on Sunday at Craigville Beach. I've always wanted to do one of these, but I think I'd have a heart attack or like a mung attack, which is just probably me falling into the ocean and screaming like a baby seal for somebody to rescue me. So you'd have to be rescued. I remember one time we were out in the mud somewhere and the uh, dolphin rescue people had to rescue you because you, uh, your <laughs> boots true. got stuck in the mud. It was like that. knee-high mud. This is as close as you come to quicksand on the Cape. I was sinking. Yes. If those people weren't there, I'd probably be you know, part of the flats. <laughs> well, uh, that, that, was, that was scary because that was in Duck Creek in Wellfleet, and it was like this mayonnaise mud. And it was horrible. And it was hard. to You get out of ways, and you realize you can't take another step, and now all of a sudden you're going to fall. And uh, the unfortunate thing, Mung, I believe you were wearing your dad's boots at the time. Is that true? That's true. He's currently been bootless for many years. Did you lose both boots or just one boot? Just one, which makes it even more awkward. Because <laughs> then you have to only wear the other one and then find another single lost boot. So now you're, you're off balance, mismatched colors. It's just a boot nightmare. That was a horrible rescue. So you don't want that to happen at the Polar Plunge. Maybe it's best we avoid that. But that is kind of intriguing. There are other events you can do before the Super Bowl. Greg, this is right up your alley as a musical fellow. What's that? You love the Messiah. I mean the musical thing. That's beautiful. Is it a musical? Yes. It's something like that. The Chatham Corral wants to offer a musical way to pass the time before watching the Patriots in the Super Bowl and prepare for the night's nail-biting drama. Oh. It's called the second annual Super Bowl Sunday Sing and includes a rousing afternoon of selections from Handel's Messiah with patrons singing with chorale members under the direction of Joe Marchio. Singers and listeners, welcome. Scores will be available. Or you can borrow, you can bring your own. That's 3 o'clock Sunday at the Church of the Holy Spirit, 204 Monument Road, Orleans, the Chatham Corral. Putting this together, isn't that exciting? So if I go, I, I, I can sing? Yes, you can sing the Messiah. Oh my goodness, I don't know if I can do that. This is great. You get all your holy feelings going, yeah. and you bring them right to your TV. Well, you project that in, yeah. and maybe get some divine intervention in the right way for the Patriots. You're filled with rapture. Yes, rapture mm. like when you score a two-point conversion after a touchdown. <laughs> or your soul saved. One of those two. I can't remember which one is more <laughs> important than the... Uh, well, now that you mentioned this, uh, do you think the big guy upstairs is rooting for the Patriots? I don't know. Greg... I know you are the incarnation of uh, the creator on Earth. Are you rooting for the Patriots? I don't think the big guy has. He, she tries to um, be sort of middle of the road, doesn't want to show favoritism. So you don't think the creator has like a, a Patriots pennant? No. Like a raccoon coat? No. Go Pats! No. So no. God is not saying go Pats. No, I think the big guy woman is... Um, it has all the regalia. It's 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 just a part of being, a, a part of everything. Everyone, every being, human being, everywhere. You don't think when you get to heaven, you're assigned an NFL team to be a fan of, and then you're like for perpetuity, you have to be a Falcons fan. That would be 
Like all the archangels wearing different <laughs> NFL garb and logos? That would be hideous, really. Seriously. Little wing logo clips? Uh, what if you get stuck with like a team that you just hate? That's that's heaven. And I don't it, know what you guys are talking about. I, by, by big guy upstairs, I met Al, our shirt, shirtless landlord. <laughs> Oops. Who lives above us. Is he a Pats fan? <laughs> He's a fan of our money. Oh, boy. That's rough. So we do not know which way heaven is projecting the Super Bowl. We don't know whether they have any power to take a wobbly pass and... Make it float over the outstretched hands of a defender into Julian Edelman's arms. We do not know if they blow on the wind to make an extra point. Go a little bit beyond the uprights. Missing a chance to win Super Bowl 53. We don't know these things. Only we can watch and let wing dribble. Dribble down our chin. Oh, so many things, guys. So many things this weekend. We're just so in love with all these events. You know, this might be... Oh, this is an interesting event. You guys love story slams, right? Telling stories, doing things with stories, uh, like the moth that we hear on the radio on our local NPR affiliate, WCAI. Well, we have a local version of it called the Mosquito Outer Cape Storytelling Slam. 7 o'clock Saturday at the Provincetown Theater. The theme is It's Complicated. Storytellers from the audience prepare five-minute true stories based on the theme. Ten storytellers picked at random will get up on stage and tell their story. Bite it live on stage, they say. It's $12 at the Provincetown Theater. That's 238 Bradford Street, 7 o'clock Saturday. Greg will be there. He'll be doing his five-minute story called Gulls. And here's a sneak peek. Okay. What bird is the quintessential Cape Cod bird? Chickadee. No. Parrot. Gull. Oh. <laughs> you guys. The gull, the gull, the blackback gull, the herring gull, the 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 uh, the, the uh, laughing gull. So they're all over the place down here. And when I was a kid, when you went to the dump, because we all went to the dump, there was there there even today, very few people get uh, trash pickup. We all would get our trash together. It's this weekly thing that everyone does down here. They get the trash together. You put it in your car. You take it to the dump. You get rid of it. When we were kids, you got rid of it at the dump as well. But the dump was this place where they put trash. They, they burn trash. And when you went down there, there were these huge piles of burning trash and this and this fog and and, and Oh, that's and five stuff. minutes. And then... <laughs> And this fog and 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 stuff and 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 it was almost like post-apocalyptic. But the one constant at the beach, at the beach, <laughs> it could have been the beach, at the dump, were the gulls. They're all over the place. You know, they're just you know up in the sky. They're like a plague. They're like the buzzards. And the one thing they did, which you have to watch out for, was they. Um, had excrement that was voluminous oh and boy. they would oh, accidentally I mean, sort on, of hit you. We... So here I was oh, boy. in the past two weeks in my car. I parked the car at, at one place. I was I took a walk. I came back. It was covered with this green, slimy, yellowy, oh, white no. kind of Jackson Pollock thing <laughs> all over the roof, all over the... And it's like this whole swarm of gulls had pooped on my car. 
Okay, I cleaned that up. Then, the other day I was driving into work and there were these three or four gulls that they were in a parking lot here in Hyannis and they suddenly flew up. And I'm driving along and all of a sudden, splat, my windshield. There was this big, big yellowy, you know, orangey, white, just all over my windshield. It's like, what is going on? Why are these gulls targeting me? And why were they eating Skittles? <laughs> why? What do they What do they eat? They, they eat this wow. horrible, horrible stuff. So your story is dump at the dump? Dump at the dump. <laughs> it's complicated. But it's, it's quintessential. It's so Cape Cod. Gulls Greg, are you're just so... a victim. I don't know. You seem cursed. All right. Wow. Anyway, that's my story. Hmm. That's a that's a right there, the story slam. That's the mosquito story slam. <laughs> Seven o'clock Saturday at the Provincetown Theater, and Greg will be performing Gulls. Gulls. <laughs> Okay, well, that brings us about to the end of another fantastic Cape Cod fun show. Oh, fellas, we got to pull together. Put all your hands in. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mung. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of viscous. Um, I'm really nervous. Oh, man, we got to hope for the Patriots. We really got to hope for the Patriots this weekend because this is the last giant burst of fun, and it will be our task in lonely weeks ahead to extract all the joy and all the fun of the Patriots-less scene on Cape Cod. Have a great Super Bowl, everybody. Greg, thank you for being here. You're welcome. Mung, thank you for being here. My pleasure. My name is Eric Williams. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show. Till next time. Till next week. See ya. Oh, hey, there's Greg's car down there. Come on. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Look out below! We got him again! Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.